0: Hi friends,
1: Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, just a horrible attempt, and probably going to get away with it down in Texas, of uh, being mean to trans kids.
0: Just kicking the most vulnerable kids when they're down, because that's what bullies do. That's what Republicans Uh, do. And I'm, I'm just livid, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm so fucking mad, I can't even tell you.
1: I know. All right. Well, Dan, first, I've got the story, the saga, if you will, uh. Um, uh, about uh, a couple MLMs, that's multi-level marketing companies, here in Utah. I don't know. Dan, you know this, and I bet a lot of our listeners know this. But Utah is home to... Uh, a lot of all. multi-level marketing companies. All the multi-level marketing <laughs>
0: companies are based in
1: Utah. Or I don't Japan. know if they. I don't know if they all are. All, <laughs> because Amway is not here. But um, but nonetheless, uh, you know,
0: and and people should understand that the reason is directly related to Mormonism. Yeah, it is because oh, yeah. Mormons are so insular, and they go to you know they sell to first of all. How about half the Mormons spend two years of their lives doing door to door sales as missionaries mm-hmm. selling the church. So they're used to selling and they're used to like having, you know, having their friends over for a thing. So yeah. it's a whole Mormon cultural deal.
1: Yeah. And can you tell me the difference, Dan, between an an MLM and a pyramid scheme?
0: Yes, I can actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, a, there
0: is no difference,
1: and B, <laughs> yes, there's a difference because one of them actually sells a product. It's about the product. That's yeah. that's that's literally it. the The concept is still the same, and it's all it's, about getting people under you to give you money, and they get people under them to give them money, and it's all about the like percentages, right? Yeah, and it all filters up to the top, right? And so the people at the top are just raking in money yeah. Um, and the people at the bottom, um, especially don't like make late any money rivals. Yeah. Late arrivals to the, to the, <clears throat> to the scheme. They never make any money off of it. All they do is just give their money away to people above them. And because and the people buy,
0: and, and this is a little bit different. Like, you know, there's the essential oil companies here. Yeah. The, the, uh, a lot of people actually buy the product, which is an unusual thing in a multi-level marketing scheme. Sure. Because most multi-level marketing, they have a product, but the only people who buy it are the new recruits to mm-hmm. sell it because they yeah. have to buy the the minimum package yeah. to to throw the party. You know, they have to buy the... $500 worth of sausage or whatever, and then <laughs> well, throw a party and yeah. try and sell it to their, to their friends and family.
1: Yeah. Well, and you, you just mentioned essential oils and that's, that's kind of the big ones at the moment. Yeah. Um, one of them is called young living. Yes, it is. And, uh, they, they do these, uh, essential oils, lavender. They've got a giant lavender operation down, uh, a little South of, uh, of where we are, right? Yes. And uh and, and and people just they just effing love it. And there are like a couple weeks every year where the w- this essential oil company or another essential oil company will have their big convention and oh. bring everybody into Salt Lake and you don't want to go anywhere near downtown because no, people I are, call it what
0: I call it the stinkies. The stinkies <laughs> come to town.
1: <laughs> they, they really really stink up the joint. Uh, well, anyway, um, some shit went down recently at Young Living as one of their top distributors, which is what you call one of, one of the people in, mm. in, in, in these things. She, that she announced she got onto her uh, social media and announced that she was quitting. I uh, quit. And, and you have to understand what she was leaving behind. She had achieved Royal Crown Diamond status. Okay. Let that sink in. Royal crown diamond status. Um, on average, uh, sellers who've made, who've made that level are bringing in about $1.6 million a year. Holy Um, shit. Or let's turn that into $137,000 a month. Right. Jesus Um, Christ. and so it's a little shocking when a distributor would just like up and quit one of these big things because like at this point she's not probably doing that much to keep her, her downline running. Right. Right. Chugging along, making her tons of money. She's got people below her who are working hard and people below them who are working hard. And so she's probably, she, there's stuff she's got to do. She's making
0: you, she's got a YouTube channel. That's all about like how to
1: do great with this stuff. And yeah, exactly. Like she's raking in the money. In all sorts of different ways. Well, anyway, apparently she was a little tight-lipped at first about why she left, and I'm really burying the lead here. Um, it turns out that, uh, well, a couple months later, turns out that she <laughs> she accuses Young Living essential oils of having been taken over by Satan. <laughs> um, they 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 sent out. The, the, the company had sent out this book that the founder's wife, uh, who was still really big in the company, uh, because he'd passed away at this, at this point, that she had sort of written the fo- foreword on. Um, mm. And it was like there's like the self-help guru uh, named Robert Tennyson Stevens. And the mm. book was named uh, or was titled "My Word Made Flesh," and she just loves this guy. She wrote a foreword, didn't even read the book really, apparently. And in it, and then they the company decided to send it out to all like their top people, and they uh-huh. were selling it on on their website. Um, and they were they figured they could get the top people to to like promote it, and then they would sell like a billion copies, and everybody make a lot of money. Sure, and uh, so. <laughs> Anyway, though, this woman, she's she uh, she gets the book. She starts flipping through it and she's horrified. And this is what she has to say. She goes, this book is one of the most darkest and demonic books I've ever had in my house. I cannot wait to get rid of it, but I had to share. This is like in some video that she posted. Um, She says that the demonic elements of the book include encouraging people to do basically a seance seance with oils and (laughs) telling them to repeat... I am the resurrection and the life of my lineage, and that's the kicker, right? The, the, the seance—they <laughs> probably could have gotten away with, um, right? But they're and the oil thing, of course, she's down with. Oh, she's forever! All the magic of the oil, <laughs> she's totally cool with, because I mean, that's what it is, right? The stuff has no—I mean, they say they—they they, they say it will do like anything right
0: yeah oh it'll cure your cancer it'll well, the company you, will you never get say the right that. combination yeah. it'll get rid of your aids whatever you got
1: <laughs> and it's so funny because the companies are always really careful about like oh no 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 but then their distributors are out there just like telling all sorts of like stories about well yeah i cured my you know, my
0: sciatica or whatever. I've got a friend who works in the legal department of one of these places. And his whole job is to f- track down distributors and be like, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't.
1: Don't please don't say, no, you can't say that. Like that's his whole job. Well, when I was in college down in, in, in Provo, BYU, I had a job in the call center at one of these places. Oh really? I, oh yeah. And just placing orders. That's people would call in and I placed their order. And, uh, and the stories, the stories that people, and, and we were just instructed, just, just listen, basically do the audio equivalent of just nod your head, you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, sure. Well, um, and then get them off the phone. But right. like, seriously, this was, this was like uh Tahitian noni juice, right? <laughs> and like, people were like, yeah, I had a bum knee and now it doesn't hurt anymore right? Uh-huh. Like anything, right? Well, anyway, um, so giant falling out at uh young essential or young living essential oils. The other big one is doTERRA. You've probably, if you've ever seen this stuff, those are the two main brands apparently in the country. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of In the of world, in the world, probably a billion dollars in sales annually. Both companies are claiming. It's crazy. Which is
2: insane.
1: Yeah. But the uh, devil... And just, as a,
0: and just as a public service annum- announcement, if you like the smell of the oils, that's
1: fine. If you think oh, yeah. that they're going to help you with your
0: health, they won't.
1: Right. If you find it relaxing, that's probably as much as you can attribute to it. Sure. Sure.
0: Because I mean, I I mean you know that. what? Believe Ooh, that it'll la- help you. P- placebo effect can be meaningful, so enjoy. <laughs> just don't neglect other uh, avenues of... Oh, don't neglect real healthcare just because you... Think you found your, you
1: know, your, your frankincense oil or, oil or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: All right. Uh, I speaking of healthcare. Yeah, I've got an interesting story here. Now uh, there are they are late to the game, but Novavax, which is a, a biotech company out of Maryland, mm-hmm. has released or has submitted its request to the FDA uh, to authorize their COVID nineteen vaccine oh okay uh it's a it you know they they went the much more sort of traditional vaccine route uh mm. rather than the mrna thing that moderna and pfizer did mm-hmm. uh you know there's is it, it's it's a two-dose vaccine um it's been approved in other countries in the uk and some other places but they have a different they have their own little selling point that uh You know, normally I find shit like that, this galling that somebody would use a selling point like this, or or at least I find it just sort of a blatant cash grab. But at this point, I am more than happy for them to use this selling point because, well, you'll know why. (laughs) Here's what they're saying or, or what they're pushing. And it's true. They didn't use fetal derived cell lines
1: for any of the testing or anything. For any of their testing. Wow. Or development. Yeah. Okay. So, w- yeah, go for it. Get if that gets like a uh, a few dozen people <laughs> vaccinated. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I mean, so there are all of these people who claimed that the reason they weren't getting vaccinated. Now, this isn't the only reason people are choose are, are were grumpily not getting vaccinated, but one of the objections that people raised was that, you know, there there are abortions in this vaccine? It's got mm. abortion in it. Yeah, and they can't they can't abide that. You know, they if you recall, there was that uh, there was that Catholic bishop in Texas, Bishop Strickland, who was t- just absolutely would not take. He literally said, "quote I will not take an abortion tainted vaccine," Jeez. and was just shocked that anyone else would and all this <laughs> stuff. So. I don't know. I guess now there's a vaccine that uh, these people could request that doesn't have the the wicked wicked cell lines from an abortion that or was it? Yeah, I guess it wasn't abortion or maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway, it happened literally in the '70s. So, and it's the same cell line,
2: right? But,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, they've, they uh, they've kind of got it all all backwards but that's that's okay i mean they should be like you know they should be wanting the the abortion (laughs) well
0: i mean something good is
1: coming from this thing that they think is so evil
0: right yeah i I don't know we're making lemonade people let's let's uh let's be happy about it but
1: (laughs) it's an (laughs) ill-conceived argument on my part but
0: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I, I never want to support anyone. Like, I don't want to appease these people who are making this terrible argument about cell lines and whatever. Sure. But I do want them to be vaccinated. So...
1: Well, and other people... And if this is like a sort of the more the traditional method for developing a vaccine, or more traditional vaccine, period, um, and not, you know, just being... Not being an mRNA right. vaccine... Uh, because that was another objection. People were like, "I don't want to be a guine- guinea pig for this new technology," even though that was a bad argument too. Yeah, or um,
0: it's gene therapy. It's going to yeah. change your DNA. Right? No, that's like not get rid of all
1: those dumb arguments. Right. This is this is the same thing that you had you you got all growing up, right? Frank, frankly, at this point, I want, Nova- I want Novavax
0: I want Novovax to be putting like, I I want them to. Slap words like organic, free range, just <laughs> free everything. Range vaccine. Whatever they can put on it, just fucking make it make it the 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 panacea that all of these other <laughs>
1: assholes want it to be. Uh grain fed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cruelty free. Cruelty free. It's yeah. actually not cruelty-free. They did use uh animal something, something animal and it turns out that the animal that they used was a moth. Oh. They used they used okay. moth cells. So, oh. Well, so, but it's 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 cruelty-free for m- most critters, just not moths. <laughs>
1: just not moths. All right. Well, I've got an actual abortion story here, Dan. Oh good. Oh, I was hoping we'd have one of those. <laughs> um, this is coming to us from Colombia. Uh, which has joined a number of other South American uh, countries and recently uh, opening up access to abortions in their country. That's amazing. Um, And uh, it's not a full decriminalization, uh, but it's pretty good uh, for anyone seeking an abortion. They have up to 24 weeks after conception, I guess. Right. Uh, Which, you know, what is that? That's... uh, Almost six months. Right? I don't 24 know. 24 yeah. yeah. No. I, not, I, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think Great. so. I think I'm doing math.
0: <laughs> don't, don't ask me to <laughs> math on the air. That's terrible of you.
1: <laughs> and so, yeah, um, this is obviously abortion, uh, not uh, advocates, but people who are um, fighting for, you know, for rights, for rights, for people to choose to have autonomy over their own bodies this is a, a big win and uh you know not everybody's gonna be happy um this came from uh their constitutional court mm-hmm. um that approved the decriminalization of abortion and uh yeah so hats off to Colombia. they're going yeah. one direction we're going the other but that's okay you know yeah, we're,
0: we're literally <laughs> meeting them in the middle right now it's like oh,
1: hi so bad, so bad. Um, but yeah, before the, the ruling Columbia, uh, only allowed abortions when, uh, the pregnant person's life was in danger Mm. or, uh, the fetus had malformations or it was a pregnancy that resulted from rape. And so now allowing people to have some, uh, actual reproductive decision making, um, is fantastic. So, yeah, Cool. Good on you, Columbia. Tip of my hat to you.
0: Yeah. You know, progress can happen in the world. Just maybe not here.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, obviously this is, this is huge. I don't know that I need to spell it out, but like, hello, Catholic church, South America. Right. Like Mm. this progress is huge. So there you go. All right. Well,
0: uh. I guess I've got a story this is basically uh we've we've talked a lot about you know independent reports on Catholic dioceses and their handling or mishandling of sexual misconduct uh of priests and whatnot
1: the mishandling more of the, <laughs> the yes
0: <mishandling>. yes indeed <laughs> uh so it, it one of the things that we that we know is that if you put a bunch of people into a religion, almost inevitably, there is going to be sexual misconduct. Like, religion breeds it almost better than anything, because you're supposed to trust the people in charge more than you do anywhere else. You're supposed, you know, there's a... It's just, it's just a, it's like a petri dish for growing pedophiles and rapists, is what it is. Mm. Uh, and nothing is immune from that, I don't think. Um, well, the Union of Reform Judaism, which is a uh, a group that sort of oversees all of the the largest uh, sect of Judaism in the United States, mm-hmm. um, they recently published a report. From an independent investigator, this is, this is the new thing. you got to get an independent investigator for anyone to trust your numbers even a little bit. This report was a 126-page report, and they published it uh, in its entirety. And basically, it, this is about uh, the movement's 14 youth camps uh, and other youth programs in the United States over the past 50 years. This does not cover all of the congregations mm-hmm. at okay. all. So, uh, so just the youth camps and, and, and youth programs. It found the numbers that I am used to, that we are used to uh, from the Catholic diocese about the numbers of, you know, instances of horribleness happening. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: those, those made me... So these numbers sound small to me. That's what I'm getting at. The numbers from this report seem reasonable, that ain't right. You Nothing's reasonable. But here's what the report found. 17 instances of sexual misconduct by adults, uh, mostly college-age camp counselors uh, against minors. Mm. Now, I'm going to guess that with each of these numbers, we should probably, I don't know, triple them, because this is just the ones that they found. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. I imagine that, you know, you can at least double or more uh, these numbers if you want to know the truth. They found 16 in- instances of sexual misconduct between minors, and I assume that doesn't mean, like, consens- consensual things. I assume that that means unconsensual. Right. Uh, and 39 cases of sexual misconduct among adults uh, stretching back all the way to the 70s. Hmm.
2: Now,
0: so they... Uh, I mean, yes, it happens. That you know. Also, you put kids into a camp situation. There's there's danger there too. But here's the. But I do like that they're not that the group is not backing away from this report at all. They're literally the the one thing that you know the the statement that they put out is we are heartbroken and distressed by these accounts Mm. and we profoundly apologize for the enduring pain caused to so many. Going forward, we are committed to creating environments that better protect the safety and well-being of everyone in our community. Now, whether that means that uh they're just they just you know they're past the statute of limitations and they don't feel like they're gonna get sued or if they're actually taking responsibility, we shall see. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'm I mean, at least they're not hiding it. So there's a thing.
1: That's yeah, that's uh oh that more uh religious groups would take that tact yeah because as we know (laughs) they they like to resist they like to resist and uh protect themselves and yeah they don't want to take uh you know responsibility for things and you know i mean it is pretty damning when it's shown to be fully systemic and seem you know oddly maybe even encouraged yeah um but yeah, anyway. yeah. When
0: there are full systems in place to protect perpetrators, yeah, uh, yeah, you got a, a big problem.
1: Yeah. All right, Dan. A poll was recently released by the Barna Group. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a it's an evangelical Christian polling uh, company, right? Yeah, um, they're and, cute. <laughs> but what's interesting is uh, or with them is, is, are are these moments when they, they release numbers that we find really encouraging. Yeah. They sort of are like, um, really deeply bothered and troubled by their own findings, but they do release all the the time with them. Yeah. Because the trend is going the wrong way for them in this country. Uh, as far as religiosity and, uh, numbers um but um yeah so this most recent one shows that only 57 percent of americans um at least somewhat agree that a pastor is a trustworthy source of wisdom (laughs) wait uh, so All, all americans this isn't just amongst the religious Oh, okay. All amongst all Americans, only 57% say they somewhat agree. Oh, my God. And then uh, nearly a quarter of all Americans say they are unsure about the trustworthiness of pastors. Yep. Um, And uh, one in five Christians uh, uh, doubt the trustworthiness of clergy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, get this one. Only 21% of pastors, uh, say or, or suspect, I guess, that their neighbors very much see them in a trustworthy light. Only 21%. Wow. <laughs> so like the, 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 the findings are just like, just showing a complete erosion, um, of trust in, uh, in, in, in sort of religious figures in this country. Not well, surprising. No, not surprising at all.
0: These people have the internet. They know what's <laughs> happening. We all know what's happening now.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Um, some, re, some Pew research numbers um, from last year uh, showed that uh, 67% of Americans had a fair amount or a great deal of confidence in religious leaders. Um, and that was down from six, uh, 76% just 3 mm. years prior. So we're we're seeing this trend in multiple surveys and I think it's absolutely amazing and yes of course. Of course. Every, <laughs> well, all I, of the news is just how awful these guys are. Yeah. All of these viral clips of pastors on up on, you know, stage saying horrible things, just the worst things.
0: They're just and lying constantly, just yeah. bald-faced lying and, and prophesying about things that we can verify, right. and you're all <laughs> on video now, so we can go back and point to the mm-hmm. thing that you prophesied and say, why didn't that happen?
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to continue the trend of oh. talking about fun polling data Oh, okay. Um, there's, recent, there's recent findings from a thing called the General Social Survey. Okay. And this is a, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a survey of Americans in general. And they've come, they've come to a very interesting thing. We've hit a milestone in these United States. Oh, okay. And that is uh, the number of Americans, the percentage of Americans, uh, this is adults, of course, who say, quote, I know God really exists and I have no doubts about it. Oh. Now that number should be zero because (laughs) like no doubts at all. Right. You should, you should have a zero number on that. If they were being honest with
1: themselves. Yeah.
0: We know it's much higher than that, obviously. Right. Uh, Like even if you're a believer, you should have some doubt, but. No, pe- believers like I mean, first they're encouraged to have no doubt. They are commanded to have no doubt. So doubt whatever. your
1: doubts, Dan.
0: Yeah, doubt your doubt your doubts. That was a that's a that was a recent Mormon thing. Mm-hmm. A recent Mormon president said, "Doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith." <laughs> um, mm. Well, we've just crossed a line. Oh, in 2021, fewer then 50% of Americans now have no doubt. Wow. It's now under 50%. That's it's fantastic. It's like 49.66%.
1: So most of us doubt or just completely don't believe. Yeah. That's wonderful. I love yeah, that. it's not enough. Well, but I we're mean, getting there, Dan. Yeah. And the trend, the, the, the trend is just totally you know, going in the, in the right direction.
0: It's true. It's true. Uh, back in like nineteen ninety three, two thirds of American adults uh wow. said they were absolutely certain.
1: Two thirds. Uh, yeah. I mean, I totally believe it because this country is filled with a bunch of ding dongs. But like, like that's just absurd.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. As as recently as two thousand and eight, it was still over sixty percent. Hmm so so ah, there you go uh
1: progress is slow but it's happening but would you, i mean but growing up in this country though dan would you ever have thought that you'd see the day <laughs> no
0: no but i you know grow as i was growing up i never thought i would i never would have thought i would see the day that i wouldn't be certain about it well that's so. true too there you go. <laughs> well, friends, if you would like to uh, to chime in about this or any of our stories, please feel free to do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the address.
1: Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up.
0: Well, Frank Dan, uh, do you remember the name Lauren Witzki? No, she uh, QAnon believing nut job who got prominent enough. I think she had a show, uh, her own show on one of the like crazy far right wing, like an OAN networks. type thing. Yeah, it was like true
1: something, true news, or what maybe oh, it was true news. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs>
0: Anyway, she ended up being uh, Delaware's, the Delaware Republican candidate for Senate in 2020. Uh, gratefully, she lost, so she's not <laughs> another Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. But she is still uh, saying things into cameras and microphones, so <laughs> we get to listen to what she had to say. So Ms. Witsky is now going to talk to us about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and that is... You know, right oh, now, uh, no. I am very—I am having big feelings yeah. about uh, Russia and Ukraine, but I'm having almost bigger feelings about what is happening in my own country in regards to this, and this is the perfect uh, encapsulation of what is making my blood boil. So, brace yourselves, kids!
2: Here's the deal, also, you know, Russia is uh, a... Christian nationalist nation. They're actually Orthodox Christian. I'm Hmm. Russian Orthodox, so you know I actually support Putin's right to protect his people and always put his people first, but also protect their Christian values. I identify more with Russian, uh, with Putin's Christian values than I do with Joe Biden. Uh, So you know, like there is that. You know, that there, there is that there. you know, Christian nationalist countries also are a threat to the global uh, regime, like the Luciferian regime. It wants to mash everything together. But Putin takes care of his people. He looks out for his people. I watched as he deported, like they literally walked them through the streets, the criminal illegals who were coming into their country. Yeah. They walked him out and they escorted them out and they said, get out. You know, I can respect that. I can respect that. And I can respect the fact that uh, Putin does everything he can to protect uh, his people.
1: Oh my God!
0: Yeah. So, uh, so they, he's protecting there. his people. Go, go, go! Move, go move there. Honestly, it is. I am shocked. Uh, to be honest, I am. I am. I am shook. Yeah. By how the American right wing is embracing Vladimir Putin's uh, invasion of Ukraine. It's it really, is really, really, really sickening.
1: It's really disturbing to me. Um, I don't even know where to start yeah. with that because it's, they're so blind and stupid, right? Like, but like they have like in office right now is a legitimate man of faith. Yeah. He's a Democrat. He goes, he's, he is so Catholic. Like he is so Catholic.
0: Yeah. Literally everyone knows this. It, he's it, the Catholicist.
1: this is there's nothing faking about this there's nothing phony about it right like it is for real like joe biden is a man of faith i have my problems with that sure but it's more sort of just a preference i i'd I'd prefer that my leaders don't have you know imaginary sky daddies whatever Right. right right but like
0: who, who might give them
1: orders at any moment and then
0: what is that going to be
1: <laughs> yeah exactly but at the same time he has a good he has a good line you know he under he yeah. knows where his religion ends and his and and the reality and politics begin right right and, so much so
0: that like catholic priests want to not give him communion because yeah. Exactly. He disagrees with them.
1: But their favorite American president is a man who like photo opt moments with the Bible, right? Had protesters cleared from, from He <laughs> tear gassed yeah. the pastor the
0: priest of the church <laughs> to get to the church to do the photo op
1: <laughs> with the Bible. Right. Uh, who the, the, the pussy grabber himself, right? Yeah. Um the man who 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 does what was it one or two Thessalonian right like he doesn't have a religious yeah, two Corinthians
0: or whatever it is yeah, yeah he
1: doesn't have like a religious bone in his body he doesn't have any experience with religion whatsoever no, no. background and and that's their favorite yeah and when they just... asked
0: him what his favorite scripture was I think he said something like uh probably all of them <laughs>
1: I like scripture so much. It's hard yeah. to pick. It's hard to choose. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, you know man. what? Let's, let's, let's <sighs> leave
0: that there and get on with some, some happier things like people writing into us. Yay. Uh, so Chris wrote into us. Ah. Uh, Chris says, hello, Frank and Dan. In episode 532, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. talked about the Catholic priest who said we instead of I when performing baptisms. And now all those baptisms are invalid. Mm-hmm. I had a similar experience when I was a priest in the Mormon church. Now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> one must remember. <laughs> These are not equivalent things. is not the same thing. <laughs> uh, Chris puts in parentheses age, maybe 17 or 18. Right. Uh, so yes, uh, tr- try not to be impressed by being a priest in the Mormon church. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I went with a group to do baptisms for the dead. This is Mormon deep cuts, people. We're doing Mormon deep cuts here. <laughs> Baptism for the dead, I'm sure you're aware, but if you're not... Uh, Just
1: look it up. It's horrifying.
0: The Mormons are baptizing your, your ancestors. That's all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Their magic is not real. Anyway, uh, Chris goes on. They needed another witness, and since I was a Melchizedek priesthood holder, I was nominated. Uh, The guy doing the baptisms was farsighted, so he couldn't read the teleprompter without his glasses, but he wasn't wearing his glasses, so he kept getting the name of the person wrong because the letters were blurry. Mm. One example I remember him saying, I remember him saying Molly instead of Holly. Every time he messed up, I corrected him because that's what I was there to do. Eventually... One of the temple workers pulled me aside and told me to stop correcting the officiant. This experience what? was one of the first things to go on on my shelf. That's a quote. That that's a Mormon thing. A shelf <laughs> is is the place where you put all of the things that bother you about until your shelf breaks. Until it breaks, and yeah. then you you realize, oh fuck, this thing ain't real. Uh, Chris <laughs> says, as Frank said. Mormon baptisms are very strict. Literally, you can't have a hair out of place or it has to be redone. This guy wasn't mispronouncing the names. He was saying the wrong name. I figured if the name of the person being baptized didn't really matter, then why bother having a witness at all? If this doesn't matter, then did any of it matter? Uh, Unfortunately, my world was steeped in Mormonism and my shelf was robust, so it took two more decades before I walked
1: away. Oh, my. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. That I mean, that that's hilarious funny, though. though, right? Cut that the is the guy some slack. Quick, <laughs> just let's get through this. Can we just... We all need to get got, to the cafeteria after this. We've uh, got 12 <laughs> other wards
0: full of kids coming after you. We need to... We just need to get yeah, you through. <laughs> uh, it's such a debacle. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, that's the moment that you see behind the curtain for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we uh, Caitlin wrote into us. Said, hi, Frank and Dan. I've recently discovered my new least favorite thing about Mormons. Well, that's a long list, Caitlin. Apparently, they believe those who were like super good and worthy get to be God of a different planet when they die. My thing is, one, that's so naive and unreasonable. Two, girls don't get planets. Why do we never get anything and practically the butt piece of the bread in every religion? I'm exhausted and that is all. Yeah. Religions aren't good at, you know, lady people. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty general rule. It holds well, though. <laughs> I, saw, I saw somebody in a comment section recently in a, on, at the, the local newspaper who was defending the Mormon church and just saying, that's not true. Women are 100% equal in the Mormon church. And I just went, oh, man. you poor dude uh,
1: you need to start looking up some words because you clearly don't know what they mean (laughs) Uh. also didn't the church disavow the whole uh, people get god or people become gods and get planets thing it is so funny they didn't here's
0: what they did they they said we've never said that everyone gets their own planet right but they didn't disavow like They're just saying, you might, like, they they wrote it in such a way that, like, it's a wink and a nod, like, you're going to get it. You're going (laughs) to get your planet. But, like, we're not saying that it's, what we say is, you know, what we know is that Joseph Smith said that as man is, God once was, and as God is, man may become. But we don't know what that means we don't know. I mean maybe we never said you could get a plan. Oh
1: just some good old classic gaslighting because plenty of profits along the way over the pulpit and general conference knew what it meant.
0: Oh yeah so oh, yeah it's a hundred percent their uh, their thing <laughs> and they, it's not like they took that statement and then publicized it to their members right that just that just went out to people like us. They don't <laughs> that was just everybody going. Wait, you think you get your own planet? And they're like, stop
1: making fun of us. We didn't say that. Okay, well, now we have something else to make fun of you. Right, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, do we have some folks to thank? We do indeed, Dan. We have a new patron over on Patreon. Uh, A new priest, in fact, by the name of, of Pilar.
0: Pilar! That's amazing. Uh, And congratulations on your new magic powers. Yeah. Uh, You are every bit as powerful as a Mormon teenage boy. (laughs) So So that's amazing. Well, if you'd like to become a patron and get magic powers of your own, please, we would encourage you to do so. The way you do that is you go to thankgodamatheist.com. You click on the support us button. It takes you right there. You join up for as... You pay as much as you want. You don't have you choose. We're not pushing you one way or another. You can you figure out how much magic you want and we will give it to you. Uh and and we will and we will thank you profusely. <laughs> and there's one more person we have to thank,
1: right? There is indeed, Dan. Our Lord and Savior, Demonium.
0: Okay, Frank. Yes, Dan. Shit is happening in Texas, and I am livid. Yeah. I, this is this is a Dan gets mad episode. I'm just I'm mad about Ukraine. I'm mad about and now I'm fucking furious about, about what's going on in Texas. Um, I wanted to read an email uh, from one of our listeners. I you know we normally read it in the email section,
1: but I I just I'll start it off. This off one this seg- has prompted us to do an entire segment.
0: Yeah, well, this can
1: be the power of your emails.
0: See, yeah. do you see the power of engagement? <laughs> anyway, this was Brandon who wrote to us and said, hello, Frank and Dan, love the show. I was listening to your most recent episode where you guys were talking about the war on public schools. Mm. It made me think of the growing anti-gay sentiment in public schools. I'm sure you guys are keeping up with the don't say gay bill in Florida, but I'm wondering if you heard what Shelley Luther in Texas had to say. I would love to hear your thoughts. And I think Shelley Luther is the one who who is running for office and had this whole thing about when she was a teacher, she didn't like those transgenders and didn't agree with the transgenders. And oh she had God. a big old, uh, and, and then she had a complete and utter brain fart and just stood there staring at the audience for a minute because she realized, I think she, what she said was something along the lines of like, um, she, she said, you know, you can't even let these kids make fun of them. What? And then she went, uh, 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 and she just had a total brain fart. But anyway, <laughs> she is not alone in oh. Texas in being hateful to trans kids. Uh oh. <clears throat> God. And, uh, and so Greg Abbott and, uh, and his, uh, the governor, he's the governor. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. The governor and his attorney general, uh, Ken Costello, just kidding. Ken Paxton, but I think Abbott and Costello would be great. <laughs> As a anyway, uh, they had a back and forth, and they decided amongst themselves that uh, getting any kind of medical help to affirm the gender of a uh, of a trans kid was um, yeah child abuse. Oh uh, God! And then, and then uh, Abbott sent out a uh, a memo to that effect um, to the Department of Family and Protective Services, basically saying that they needed to conduct a prompt and th- prompt and thorough investigation of any reported incidents instances of minors undergoing quote elective procedures for mm. gender transitioning. Wow. And we're not talking about surgeries here. Right. Like, we're talking about, you know, there are, there are some drugs that you can take to, uh, to, to block mm-hmm. puberty mm-hmm. from happening. You know, it, it, just, just to sort of help the kid not have, you know, anyway, it's just let the kid fucking explore their goddamn identity and figure out who they are for themselves.
1: Well, right and but what that's what business like what business is it of theirs at this point right like yeah the the the, the this this young person is obviously working with their parent or guardian right to like and with like, doctors and with doctors to figure out the best course for their life right the best right. thing to, to do with uh their life and situation and, and what have you, right? Like... And like, these, these doctors what, what, aren't just off. going rogue here. Yeah,
0: this this is, is based on decades of good science yeah. that they have done. There's lots of research supporting this kind, you know, these medical interventions. Yeah. And, and yet no one's listening to what the medical community has to say here.
1: Nobody's even asked the medical community. Why would they? They don't give a rat's ass about science or what any expert has to say about just about anything.
0: Yeah. What they, they care about is, is their vague sense that it's wrong uh, and it's not even, and the the bullshit of it is there's no mention of this in the Bible. Yeah. This yeah. is no mention of this in your book. This is just, but they will claim that it's a Christian thing. Right. A hundred times over. They'll talk about it like you know god didn't want this to happen and god ordained the sexes and blah blah blah. Right.
1: okay show me the fucking verse this is they're uncomfortable with it it's confusing to them right it, they it don't understand their it. toxic
0: masculinity well that's
1: that yes yes yeah that's what this it is their their
0: sense of who they are and you know it, you know if a little boy starts playing with flowers and wearing dresses, the whole world will crash down. <laughs> I just don't know what they're, like, literally, how does this affect you? Yeah. Governor but, Abbott, how could you possibly be affected <sighs> by a little kid who doesn't feel right, who, who just knows the, 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 you know, what the world is telling them that they are, mm-hmm. isn't?
1: Isn't like the whole Republican thing about like small government and government not infer- interfering with your life and all that kind of crap? No, that's it's just no, the that's, words that they use. I know, but they love to say it. <clears throat> they, they, sure they, do. they would defend that as being one of their tenets till their last dying breath. Right. Right. If that's what they believe. But they don't. They know they absolutely do not believe that it applies, they believe that when that it's applies about a to us not to them well they believe it when it's a corporation <laughs> yeah. keep government away from that corporation over there let them do what they want to do and they'll right. go and that corporation will destroy the environment they'll you know yeah. abuse people all their workers what have you the evils that, that corporations have wrought. I'm not painting with hopefully I, I, I know I'm painting with a very broad brush here but, but you know people, what we, people who are making decisions about their own lives. Nah. Can't yeah. do that.
0: And you know what? I, I am going to say it took. I didn't immediately arrive at the position that I'm at now. It took me a minute to sort of work my brain through what,
2: what the, the yeah, child,
0: yeah. you know, yeah. saying because frankly, I didn't know shit about myself as a kid. Right. And I was just like, I don't know. Should should you do interventions, medical interventions, before a certain age? Like, mm-hmm. it just seemed like, how does a kid even know? But fuck, you know. You know Kids what I mean? Know. Like, they know. It, if you do know that about yourself, even mm-hmm. if you're 8 or 12, you know. Yeah. And I, they certainly know themselves better than I know them. So, yeah. If the medical community has examined this and, this and figured out that, you know, this is the least hurtful thing, the, mo- the worst thing you can do to a child is deny their personhood, deny yeah. their experience, and tell them that they are invalid.
1: Well, like, yeah. that
0: is, that's literally, anything else you do will have l- less negative effects than that.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and that is nothing. what... Yeah. That is what the Texas government wants
1: to do. And not for nothing. Like trans kids already have it pretty, a a rough time. Right. Yeah. And just adding one more thing on is really sick. Right.
0: It's the same with the don't say gay law in Florida. It's the same. You know, it's just, if you can't affirm a child's identity, their core identity, you're abusing them. That is abuse. And frankly, to, to say that actually affirming is, is the abuse is, is perverted.
1: Well, there you have it. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I ranted. I had a rant in me. Dan got mad, everybody.
1: Dan Sorry, I'm, done... losing,
0: I am, I'm losing my voice here because I'm so mad about it, I guess. <laughs> anyway... Uh, I love you guys. If you are a, a queer kid out there, or a trans f- friend, or whatever, stay strong. It yeah. will get better. There are people on your side. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and go find, go find the helpers. We're, yeah. We're all out there supporting you. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh
0: boy. All right. Well, listen, if you would like to uh, to comment on this or anything that we've talked about this week, please feel free to write into us podcast at thankodiamethius.com
1: or call and leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear your voice. The telephone number is 424-666-8442.
0: Yeah. Hey, go to the Facebook page facebookcom Atheist. Click the like button. We
1: appreciate it when you do. And if you'd like to join one of our online communities, our members only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in and putting up with me
1: ranting today. (laughs) Thanks. Bye bye. Bye everybody.